Hello and welcome to another podcast. Now this is something utterly different today. I've just finished a live with the Peaky Biker and Saddlebag 73 and you know what, I just thought I'm going to re- <laughs> make up a recording. I've got an hour left this week uh, to post uh, a bit more content and uh, I thought I might as well use that hour up. So uh, I'm just going to do a general chit chat and... Um, yeah, just get to, you know, for you guys to get to know me a bit better. So uh, I've been doing this for the last three years now, uh, properly. Uh, before that, I did have a channel back in 2015 that I started, which was just a, a general channel um, where I was putting up test rides. And I basically, I had a thirst for trying new bikes i was really eager to try different bikes and find out what each different bike was like and their personalities and it become a bit of a a real strong hunger uh to find out about that in the beginning it was just something that was just fun you know that i just wanted to do without filming or anything else but one day i looked uh my local bridge motorcycle honda dealer uh, and they do have a brand as well suzuki it's a good nice place down there i looked in the clothing section and there was a drift camera so i thought right okay i'm gonna have a bit of that and uh, i spent 130 pounds to get this camera and uh, it took me about a day to set up by the time i got the microphone onto the helmet and all the rest of it off i went and I started filming rides uh, with no audio or anything like that. Uh, I just literally just filmed the odd ride here and there. And it, normally out with a friend of mine. And those videos are actually uh, still on my channel if you search back far enough. Uh, they're dreadful. Don't look at them. Uh, at the time, I had a CB300R uh, made by Honda. Which was is actually a good bike, but you just don't really see them much now in the showroom. So maybe that's part uh, of the reason for that is because they're struggling to get them them over, like many bikes, like the ADV three hundred and fifty, for example. You don't really see many of them, and uh, even though it's one of my most popular vids, uh, they they don't seem to be selling money. So um, because they can't get them, so yeah, I started filming there. Then I did you know, a few local rides as well. Um, again with my a friend of mine he does a lot of my helps me with a lot of filming then yeah things just started to grow then and I started getting the press bikes when I hit about about 4,000 subscribers I think uh, people started taking me a bit more seriously um, I've always been very creative uh, my day job is in the building trade and uh, over the years I, I'm self-employed now so over the years i've built up a way that i can work for a couple weeks solid on a big project and then have a few days off to do the youtube uh, stuff videoing and all the rest of it so um over the time i've just enjoyed that more and more and uh and the channel's got bigger thanks to you guys listening and it's just become something which has been almost a, a, an obsession that I love to do. I love to um, create content, you know, and, and it's a constant learning curve as well. And I love every second of it. 
on the flip side of that, for example, I've just sent back four bikes to the uh, manufacturers. Uh, I've had them for the last four weeks, and it is surprisingly stressful uh, when you have to prep up for the bikes, get to know your stuff and, and the specification, get to know the previous models that they might, you know, that might have been over the years, and. Um, as soon as that lorry pulls up and they're coming off the lorry, then you've got three or four weeks to get a lot of content done. It's something which I take very seriously because they're investing in me, um, you know, shipping the bikes down and sorting them all out. So uh, the least I can do is give them a good video, even if I don't like the bike or the bits that I don't like. There's always something that you don't like about a bike. Uh, but one thing I have learned over the years is that most bikes are good. Uh, there's only one bad bike which I've ever ridden, and that was the Sinus Terrain 380, which was awful. Um, <laughs> uh, it's dreadful bike. But anyway, they don't make that anymore now. So, But apart from that, every bike that I've ever ridden, most of them aren't for me. However, they are for somebody out there. And the important thing you know which i always remember is that just because i you know it's not for me there is somebody that will have that bike so you have to look at it when you're doing a review or the way i do it is i don't review the bike for me i review it for every type of person you know big small fat thin whatever uh, that sounds awful, but you know what I mean. You know, you got to you got to try and gauge that video for every single person that might ride it. That's just the way that I do it. A uh, common question is: is you know, um, is it difficult to say that the things that you don't like? And it isn't. No, it's not because the manufacturers understand that their bikes aren't perfect. You know, they, they want a, a balanced review, I think that's fair to say, uh, because they are obviously passionate about the bike which they've invested, you know, millions of pounds in developing. And uh, when they give it to you, they want you to see the highlighted points which which they've noticed over the years So and what they've built, you know, built the bike for. So you've got to pick up those sort of things and uh, but you've got to say the negative as well and it's not it's easy enough I've never had anyone come back to me and say you know why did you say that or anything else I, I do try and um, you know put in the negatives but also there, there's always more positives than ne negatives with bikes so and each bike for example some of the budget bikes although they're budget they are, you know they you have to allow for that. You can't, you know, if a, if a I don't know, let's say a, a three grand bike is uh, £30,000, and obviously you've got something to say about that, but if a budget bike is £3,000, then, you know, the, the, you know, you've got to allow for that, and you can be a bit more forgiving with it, because at the end of the day, that £3,000 bike is going to get somebody on the road. So, uh that that's that's my take on it anyway that was just a quick um podcast there just to say a, a little bit more about me i think i'll do a few more of these it's just off the cuff really i haven't written any of it down i'm not the most articulate person in the world uh i am who i am and <laughs> and that, that's it so thanks for listening uh this was just a quick video you know quick uh 
podcast. And I'll see you on the next one.